Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Who caught the NBL last night? The Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, I tell you, they could be forgiven for still picking their collective jaws up uh, off the floor this, uh, this morning. They fell victim to what can only be described as a staggering fourth quarter comeback by a rampant Bryce Cotton-inspired Perth Wildcats. Southeast, they lead by 13 with less than a quarter to play in the first of these playing qualifiers last night. But the Wildcats then went and poured in 41 points in the fourth period alone to send the Phoenix packing. Now, Damien Lowry won a championship with the Hawks. He's with us this morning. Damon, welcome to you. Good to be here. What's going on? Mate, how was the drama last night? Now, be honest. Who saw that coming at the top of the fourth? I saw it coming. No, I didn't. (laughs) Nobody saw that coming. I'm talking about sudden death play-in. You just know it's going to be high drama. And everybody was just holding their breath, knowing is Bryce going to go out like this? Is Bryce going to have two bad games in a row? And it was looking the case until the last quarter. I can't believe his last quarter. So for those who missed it, he goes into the last quarter here, Damon, with six points on, I think, two of ten shooting. And then he goes and explodes, drops 20 in the last. He scored nine on his own in an 11-0 run, and he finishes with a game-high 26, including four from eight from deep. I mean, this was clutch. This was leadership. This was everything brilliant about Bryce Cotton. Everything brilliant about Bryce. But like I was saying to um, my mate Brady Cox, who you might know, let's not forget about Brady Manick. Bryce is who Bryce is, and he was sensational. What a quarter, right? But that never happened mm. if Brady Manick does not step up and score 19 and a half. He kept that game close, um, along with Tayshawn, along with um, Corey Webster, and they let Bryce kind of just marinate, I guess, while he was going two for 10 to set the stage for Bryce um, theatrics. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's always a good indication of what the club think of a player's performance when they roll them out into the post-match press conference as well, which I think they did with with Brady alongside uh, John Really, And, hey, John Really, Damon, uh, he said belief in the lead-up, and they certainly believe when they most needed that belief. John Really, everybody knows John Really's body of work as a player here in Australia. And, and I played with him my last year in the league, and you will never meet – a more confident guy in his ability. Never. So even when they had lost five in a row, even when Perth was struggling, Johnny knows what he has and he knows what he likes and he's going to go to the grave with it. Um, so when this, when this worm turned for them, he sits there and goes, I knew it. Like he never doubted everybody else. That was our job in the media to kind of doubt him. But um, he never lost faith in his team and he backed them all the way. So good luck to him and the Wildcats going, going, you know, to the next stage. And hey, Damon, tell us, if you can, take us inside the locker room after a win like this and what the Wildcats will be feeling. You know, down and out, dead and buried, they come back. What this sort of win can do for a group? I mean, the, the belief that it would instill and the momentum that it, it can build at the point end of a season could be immense. That locker room would have been a whole bunch of guys looking at each other saying, I knew it, I told you. They all had it, they all counted us out. It's us against the world. Australia hates us. 
We, it's just WA against Australia. And those guys not playing any home games until they make it to the grand final, if that happens. Uh, sorry, until the championship series, until that happens. But these guys believe in themselves, and they love to hear all the doubt. They love it. They're thriving on it right now. So maybe everybody should stop talking like that. And and they've got the Cairns type ends next, do they not? Oh, have they got next? No, they got go. They, I think they go to New Zealand. No, is it New Zealand? I can't remember who they've got next. But let's speak about the other game because the Jack Jumpers roll Cairns actually. So no, that would make that uh, that would make that impossible. No, and the, the Jack other Jumpers go to New Zealand. Yeah, and yeah, and Perth go to Cairns. Cairns. That's it. Tell us about the other one though. The Jack Jumpers too strong in that one against the type ends. Hate to say I told you so, but I mm. called that one. I called that one. Um, the Jack Jumpers just have a relentless style, and it doesn't matter who's in or out for that team. And I figured that they would just wear cans down. The Jack Jumpers brand of basketball that Scott Roth has got and the guys that he has is bought in. He's got 12 guys that all play the exact same way, like their lives depend on it. That is so rare to find. And they don't just do it for one quarter. They do it for the full four quarters. So I didn't. I wasn't surprised by that result. Um, and good luck to the Jack Jumpers going forward because nobody had them in the top four. Yep. And just coming back to that Wildcats win, which is obviously all the headlines and all the discussion afterwards is about the victor, in this case Perth, because the drama was just uh, unbelievable. What of the Phoenix then? I mean, Mitch Creek, 24 points, just kept doing what he did. And I think Gary Brown uh, chipped in with 20 points and five assists himself. But what of the fallout at the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix then, Damon? Well, there's got to be some fallout, you would think. I mean, it's been four years um, under the Simon Mitchell era, and I'm not calling for his head. Let's just make that clear right now. I'm not the guy that says who should be fired and who should be kept. They just need to have a serious review and look at personnel, look at schemes, look at strategies, look at rules. Because defensively, to give up 41 points in a quarter of basketball is just unacceptable. Um, But for something like that to happen, that's, that just tells me that there were signs there earlier. Um, so, yeah, they just need to review the entire operation and, uh, and yeah, see, what we'll, see what happens. Indeed. Now, a message here from uh, Alex off the text uh, here, Damon. Can you ask Damon whether he's going to point out to Shane Hill that his tipping has been ordinary? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going to do that. I mean, what is my tipping rate anyway? I've got to be close to it. 70%, don't it? <laughs> well, bump up. Bump it up by 10%. No one will, no one will question on that. Hey, great to talk to you, Damon. Um, if this is a sign of things to come as far as the playoffs go uh, in the NBL, we're in for an absolute treat in the, in the days and weeks to come. So enjoy it and appreciate your insights this morning. No worries. Have a good one.